The annual orthopedic meeting is happening. That's April 3rd and 4th. What, what is this? This is the annual meeting of the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapists, the largest component of the APTA. Yeah, that component. It's happening April 3rd and 4th, Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport in the Mall of America Hotel. So get up there to Minnesota. Why? Well, they're highlighting the orthopedic and vestibular factors affecting patients with concussion injuries, interconnection of head and neck complex, relationship between neck and shoulder in rehab, lab breakouts focused on skill acquisition and wrapping up each day with a panel discussion with your featured speakers. Find out more information now at orthopt.org. Don't miss this. If you're looking to get an edge as an ortho physical therapist, this is what you need to be at, orthopt.org. Throughout our profession, we have always risen to the challenge. Wartime is where our roots are. The polio epidemic, we rose to that public challenge. This opioid epidemic, we're rising to the challenge. Our profession meets society where the needs are. And when I look out into this audience, you are APTA. Everything that you do within your communities and in your practice and in your academic programs represents who we are and what our strengths are to the public. All right. uh, In this episode, I actually got asked to come out to the Tri-State Physical Therapy Conference in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, I know. Tough. Inviting me to Vegas. Like I could say no to that. Uh, PT conference out there featuring PTs and leadership from California, Arizona, and the great state of Nevada. I had a chance to uh, to MC or host their keynote event, which featured Sharon Dunn, APTA president, and then leaders from Arizona, Nevada, and California. So uh, it was about 90 minutes long, and we kind of broke it up into a few different parts. I let off with a little shtick, which you'll get to hear of, some cheesy anatomy jokes. Huh? Who doesn't like cheesy anatomy jokes? Show of hands. They're really humorous. See what I did there? Yeah, they're about that funny. Uh, So we start off with how I kind of warmed up the crowd just a little bit, and then we get into some serious topics in terms of what Sharon Dunn had to say about the APTA's rebrand and where the direction of the profession and the association is going. And then we got granular with some topics that are affecting not only those states, but how they apply and how they're different and how they come together and the things you should be paying attention to as we go forward into 2020, actually towards the centennial for APTA and our profession. So kind of a two-parter. I open it up with my shtick. You get a little taste of that. But then we kind of get the, the serious, the meat with Sharon and the reps from uh, Arizona, Nevada, and California. So uh, take a listen live from Las Vegas and the Tri-State PT Conference. Again, want to say thanks to uh, those three states for having me out there. I might have been dressed in a full Elvis costume while doing this first part of the show. Okay, came out with full Elvis, hair, glasses, and the white jumpsuit. So try to have that in mind as you take a listen. Episode is brought to you by Owens Recovery Science and Johnny Owens, a single source for physical therapists looking to add personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training to your your clinical practice. Find out research, information, courses, equipment, anything you need to know about BFR. Johnny and my team are probably have a, a hand in it. So find that again, the website, owensrecoveryscience.com. That is owensrecoveryscience.com. Or take a listen if you want to get deep. Uh, he's got his own podcast now available too on iTunes. Check him out, owensrecoveryscience.com. Let's get on with the show now. The best conversations happen at happy hour. Welcome to ours. Welcome aboard. This is the PT Pinecast. Here's your host, physical therapist, Jimmy McKay. Ladies and gentlemen, the state chapters of California, Arizona, and Nevada are pleased to welcome you to the Tri-State PT Conference. Woohoo! So please put your hands together and help us welcome into the room your host, for today's keynote event. Direct from Graceland, the king himself, Elvis Presley. Oh, I wish that there were more than 24 hours in 
There we go. Super Kelly. See, thank you. Thank, thank you very much. It's my line, right? Good morning, guys. It's not really a keynote when they show up with me. It's a keynote. Uh, I am a physical therapist, focused on the pelvis. My name is Jimmy McKay. Uh, excited to be here today. You guys ready? Have some energy? Love, love seeing a full room like this. Uh, Vegas is known for music, shows, magic, comedy. I can't sing. We figured out I can't dance for anything. I'm already out of breath. But um, I have been doing some stuff in my spare time. And I wanted to try out some material for comedy. Would that be all right if I just kicked a few jokes your way? It'd be like a CPI with comedy. And you'd be my clinical instructor. That'd be all right? PTs, that'd be all right? There we go. All right, bear with me. First time I'm trying this out, a little nervous. Here we go. All right. PTs, what do you call it when a skeleton is having a great time? It's an osteoblast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That was my best joke. All right, led with that. Should not have done that. Okay. All right. Where, where do hippopotamuses, where do they go to college when they want to further their education? Where do hippos go to school? Hippocampus, people. <laughs> yeah. If you're on social media, hashtag the nerd humor. We're getting deep today. Where are the students? Where are the students in the audience? Show of hands. Wow, okay. Did you guys get a group rate? That's why you guys are, okay, good. Just the students, just the students for this one, all right? Anatomy question. What is the largest lateral rotator of the neck? Think about it, think about it. Largest lateral rotator? Gluteus maximus. Huh, anybody? Is this on? This is on, right? Okay, good, all right, good. All right, next joke. Next one. I can't tell this one. PMS jokes are not funny. Period. <laughs> what? All right, okay. I promise. I'm almost done, I swear. Uh, if you're out and you, you're looking to meet somebody here in Las Vegas, it happens, right? The tables. You might need a good entry point, a good pickup line. If you need one, write this down. You can use it. You don't have to credit me. Think about it. Blood is red. Cyanosis is blue. I get tachycardia when I look at you. Someone's gonna really, really be excited about that line later on. All right, so audience, I'm done. Thank you very much for letting me try the comedy thing. I think we figured out, yeah. I'm not, I'm not entry level for a comedian here in Vegas. I think we, we can say one thing definitely about my jokes is they're not humorous, are they? This is the PT Pinecast. Can't thank Arius Medical Staffing enough. They've been our longtime supporter of the show since the beginning. The only reason I work with them is this. They've got a great mission. Getting PTs to do what they want, which is be a physical therapist, wherever they want. Yeah, travel PT. It's a thing. And they're the leading expert. Super easy to work with them. You decide where you want to be a physical therapist. Short-term assignment, long-term assignment. Listen, you want to do winters in Colorado and summers at the beach? Yes, you can do that. 
that. So check out what they have to offer. They have positions in all 50 states. If you can dream it, they can set it up and you be a physical therapist where you want to work. Listen, it's your career. You have a license to practice physical therapy. Do that wherever you want. A-U-R-E-U-S medical.com. That's the website. No obligation just to check out all the possibilities. A-U-R-E-U-S medical.com. Back to the PT Pinecast with Jimmy McKay. All right, so that's how I uh, warmed up the crowd there. Now, you have to keep in mind, I was wearing a white jumpsuit, Elvis hair, just hot, and uh, some Elvis glasses with some uh, sideburns attached to the glasses. Very, very classy. But wanted to wake people up at this Tri-State PT Conference because the event was at 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning after everybody flew in on Friday night, and I'm sure hit the tables as well. So I came in hot. We then moved to uh, play the dating game, or as I like to call it, the stating game, since it was the Tri-State PT conference. Had a little ham there. And then we came to this next part, which is the the reason people were paying attention to a keynote, the serious uh, and important topics with Sharon and the reps from California, Arizona, and Nevada that we got to talk to. So take a listen to this. If you want to know the direction of the profession, the rebrand of APTA, things to pay attention to as you move forward. Are you doing this in your clinical practice or your private practice area? Are you paying attention to these areas? These leaders have insight on the macro issues and how they'll affect the micro practice. Could be influencing how, how you operate day to day. So take a listen to that as we hit part two of our Tri-State PT Conference Vegas keynote. This is the PT Pinecast. All right. Give me a little music here. Let's hear it for our boys over in the tech. All right. Love that Tom Jones. We're good. All right. So now I want to find out about you guys. All right. So can we bring it up on the screen, Ariel, please? Coming out here to learn a little bit more about the PT profession. Got to get a little something to wake you up, and it's Vegas, right? As cheesy as I am, that was the goal. Uh, But now really the state of the association, the state of the states, um, and we've got leaders uh, up here. So we wanted to really kind of get inside the minds of the issues that you guys will be hearing about at this conference. We'll get to some of those. So we'll start big, big, big with APTA, and we have the president here. Ariel, can we throw up that, uh, that graphic, please? Perfect. First of all, new graphic, right? Let's hear for that new logo. Sharon designed that on Microsoft uh, pr- uh, Paint, right? You, you did that one? Actually, we have our own font now. This Do you? APTA font. Really? Uh, because nothing else really satisfied the bold vision that we have for the profession and the organization. So we just launched this in June of this year. Uh, we wanted to keep the tradition of the triangle, but we also wanted an upwardly mobile uh, movement approach to it. We haven't officially launched it, but we're in the middle of a unified branding campaign for the profession. We did some field work to, to create our strategic plan for 2019 forward. Started that work in 2017. We had 4,000 participants in both wow. data collection, members, potential members, other stakeholders. And we learned then that we have a branding problem because we actually, a very engaged member told APTA you ought to do something like have a journal, like PTJ, not recognizing that that is APTA's journal. So, <laughs> That's so we recognize then we have a branding yeah. problem. So first step, recognize you have that problem, and now you're approaching it in a really great way. I like this logo, and when I, this was at Next, right? This was unveiled Correct. at Correct. We, we unveiled it at Next. Right. I like it. Kind of, I, I see movement in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, some people see a sail catching wind. I mean, it doesn't look, it, it's a static image, but it looks like it's got some movement. When you, when you guys all saw it, our, our chapter representatives. Uh, what did you guys think about this move? Yeah, similar, similarly, I, I was really excited that all the elements that um, Sharon you know, shared there, the movement, keeping the triangle, 
Um, and I'm super excited about kind of just people consolidating under one brand. And you know, Nevada decided to you know align with APTA, and we're excited to get started on that as well. Good. And so when's that when's that alignment supposed to happen, or what is it? So we we have uh, offered components the opportunity to align with us. We're not demanding it from the top down. We want components to get excited and engage with us. We were in New Orleans in 2017 for combined sections meeting, and there were 17,000 PTs and PTAs in New Orleans, and everybody was asking, well, these CSMers seem like very nice people. Who are they? Yeah. So that's part of the branding initiative, is so everybody who interacts with us knows that we're part of the physical therapy profession. So we have about half of the components who have already begun to early adopt. Thank you, Arizona and Nevada. You've already yeah. committed to adopting this. We also had Mississippi and, and South Dakota, North Dakota as our very first early adopters. And we want, to, we want to have this completed by the end of 2021, which is our centennial year. Yeah, and I'm throwing up on the screen right now what that adoption would look like. So bringing together kind of a unified brand, similar but not the same, so there's differentiation there. But like you said, when someone comes up to you at a place like New Orleans, when there's 17,000 representatives of your profession, they say, man, these CSMers are great. It's got to burn a little bit. This is something to correct that to make sure people understand. So it gives us an opportunity to connect not only to our members, but also the public. That's great. And so that people can quickly recognize what to expect from the value of, of APTA and the profession. Okay, let's move it on. There's a strategic plan in place, and some of it is the things we're talking about. And again, we're working from big uh, macro to micro. So strategic plan is big. Talk about it, and it's got a couple pillars and components. And this is going to matter to you. This is going to filter down to you and help your profession. So one of the hardest things that the board of directors had to do was to figure out where we really wanted to emphasize during this centennial opportunity our resource investment to make a difference because the environment is crazy, healthcare is disrupted, payment is challenging, loan indebtedness is, is crippling the future of our profession. Yeah, any of those things resonate with any of you guys? So, yeah. So we, we did a data-based effort starting in 2017. Uh, we used McKinley Group advisors to, to pull data from our stakeholders to see where our profession and other stakeholders wanted us to invest our time and effort. So these four themes were what came out of that effort. So you can go to the next slide, I believe. We'll take one theme at a time. The first is to increase member value and engagement. In other words, be relevant to those people who look to APTA to be the leader and the source for all things that make your lives on a daily basis easier. So one is translating evidence into practice. We already have a great working relationship with our sections because they provide the the uh, expertise to create clinical practice guidelines and APTA provides the infrastructure to get that done. But clinicians on the front lines of care need an easy button. How do you access that information in a timely fashion and apply it to your practice? So that's one thing we'll be working on in the next three years. And then creating the value proposition to specific segments of our membership. We know that in the first five years after graduation, we lose a, a significant market yeah. share. We have 85% of students that are members of the organization, but after five years of graduation, that drops to a 30% market share. Yeah. So we're, we're targeting specific member groups with the value proposition. And you've got a large, you know, a large conglomeration of students here. 
hopefully hearing them saying we're investing in making sure there's value for you to stay. Correct. Makes which, them thinks makes them think again. Absolutely. Which gets to stewardship. Not only are we needing to be relevant for the here and now, APTA as the organization that represents the profession needs to steward for the future of the profession. So the loan indebtedness and the leveling of payment for early career graduates is concerning to us about the yeah. future of the profession. So we're championing those issues as the presidential address to the House has created some a lot of interest. And it's one of those things that keep me up at night as an educator. So yeah. that's the first issue around this theme. And then making APTA a more inclusive and diverse organization yeah. if we're going to represent the needs of the future of this profession. Yeah, moving on to the next pillar. The next one's quality, and it's elevating the quality of care provided by PTs and PTAs, and what we need is big data. So the one thing, the one opportunity our profession has is the Physical Therapy Outcomes Registry. Every time I'm in front of a payer group or in front of a regulatory agency, they wanna know, show us the data, that demonstrates that your profession can do all the things we hear you saying. And the board of directors feels like our physical therapy outcomes registry is one huge opportunity to maximize the profession's value proposition to the public. Yeah. So yeah. that and then expanding access to physical therapy in unique and different roles. There, there's chronic disease management that physical therapy ought to be all over. There's primary care in this country where people don't have access to musculoskeletal care. And we are, we are the, the profession that can make a difference in those areas. And that data's gonna help us prove it, yeah. Get excited about that. Your, your association is focused on, on creating that registry because it's no small feat, and you unveiled that at CSM in San Antonio several years ago, and it's now hitting stride. I've heard from some people in APTA, it's, it's actually trending ahead of where they thought the data collection would be, so that's gotta feel really great. We're, we're thrilled with what we'll be able to do with that Good. data. All right, and the final pillar? The final is value, and these are, these are things related to the public's understanding of who we are as a profession. It's, you all know that that's a challenge. Yeah. You go to your family reunion and your grandma says, what do you do? You know? And, and they, they, your family is most connected to you. They should understand most of all what, what our value is to their health, but it's a message that's very challenging to share and to communicate. So. We're looking at maximizing uh, the public's awareness of us. So this is part of the branding campaign. It's part of Choose PT. We had a big window of opportunity with the opioid crisis. Uh, unfortunately, a crisis presents an opportunity, right. but we're, we should be on the front of an episode of pain so that people have a reduced exposure to opioids and reduced long-term exposure to opioids. And we're finding that as we partner with other entities and we push this message out, it's gaining traction. Yeah. So that we're, we're going to capitalize on that with our public relations efforts. You, you can't stop making sure the people in your close network understand what you do, right? So your association can't do this for you. You've gotta be right. an active participant, but the fact that this is now one of the pillars that's great. That there's we the have to there. present the tools and resources that you right. can then you use, use in right. your communities. Great. Let's hear it for that. There's your strategic plan right there from Karen. <laughs> now let's talk about some stuff that, that's going on with the profession, things that you hear about at the water cooler on social media. Uh, we'll start with Chris. A topic came up, we were discussing this earlier, in terms of burnout. That's something that was really important for you or came to top of mind. Start with what it means and what you hear and see as a, not only a chapter president, but as a physical therapist and an educator. Where's that topic come up? Well, 
I, I think the, especially the new graduates are, are faced with you know, going into the workplace with a very high level of expectation, mostly related to productivity. You know, the, the demands placed on physical therapists in terms of paperwork, you know, documentation, everything surrounding payment is getting out of hand. Yeah. Um, I, I've heard that students or physical therapists are spending up to two hours a night doing paperwork that they're not getting paid for. Is that true? Let's say, I mean, we've got a pretty good data set. Who, all right, let's do this. More than a half hour a night. Keep them up if it's more than an hour. Wow, more than an hour and a half. Yeah, there's the right. drop off, but there's still people hour and a half, two hours. That dude's not moving. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, so it, it, I mean, it's a, a concern. Yeah. And, uh, you know, long hours. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I, I'm not sure that our salaries have gone up right. um, enough uh, over the last decade to offset increases in cost of living. And of course, with student debt now, um, I, I think a lot of students feel compelled to take weekend jobs, yeah. to, to work six, seven days a week to start paying off their loans. What's and that gonna, what's it gonna that, happen five years? I, I just don't see how that's yeah. sustainable within three or four years, you're gonna be burnt out. So I, I think that's a concern for many of us that um, we're seeing that I, you know, I, I interact a lot with new grads and students and there's a lot of concern about, about that, those issues, so. And there's your micro, that individual might leave the profession after five years, but then the macro, what's that do to the profession? Oh, it takes some really it, great people out of it. Yeah, it takes people out of being able to participate in APTA, it right. takes people out of uh, post-professional development and, and residency opportunities. And so then it challenges. We're not, we're not helping people. Yeah. Those people aren't getting the quality care, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, burnout is a, is a systemic issue. Burnout, any examples from, from you guys? Well, I, I, I would be very curious on how many people are spending their lunch hour doing yeah. documentation as lunch well. Lunch hour too. I mean, that's, it's not even like ass. It's just kind of, it's just, this is. Yeah. You, you have a lunch hour. Put some Cheetos, but make sure you're documenting with one hand, right? right? It's difficult. Yeah. Uh, administrative burden, though, is something the APT is worth working on reducing. So people always say, well, what does the APTA do for me? I wish they had, you guys should have a journal. Yeah. Uh, we do. <laughs> you guys should work on administrative burden. Uh, we are. Yeah, we are. We, we're partnering with other healthcare professions that are feeling this crunch as well on opportunities to inform the regulatory agencies about the challenges with administrative burden, documentation, and regulatory change that's just impossible to keep up with. So we are working with AMA and other health professions to advocate for a reduction in these administrative yeah. burdens. As, as a regulation changes and, and we have a, a rule that's drafted, that's one of the things that's top of mind for our regulatory staff in, in directing comments back to these agencies to reduce those burdens. Yeah, that's great to hear. APTA can't do it without you. You want that change to happen. It's good to hear that that's on the way. Like what you hear? Tell a friend or leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. This is the PT Pinecast. New Step created the first product of its kind 25 years ago. That was the New Step recumbent cross trainer. Now it's a mainstay in rehab with physical therapists worldwide. New Step now continues its tradition of innovation with the New Step Transit, another innovation in recumbent cross trainers for physical therapists, delivering real-time biofeedback with this piece of equipment, letting you use it in meaningful ways for awareness of physical 
physical performance, uh, goals, identifying and correcting deficits or imbalances. Take a test drive or find out more at newstep.com. That's N-U-Step.com. Online at newstep.com. And we're back. Let's get back to the show. Let's see. We've got uh, some pretty cool topics coming up at, uh, at this conference. You guys looking ahead for some of the programming? Yeah? Got motivational interviewing as a topic coming up, medical marijuana, telehealth. Those are three separate presentations, by the way. We're not doing motivational medical marijuana by telehealth. We're not doing that. Give it, give it 10 or 15 years. Um, what, are the, what are some of the things that you guys are excited about in terms of uh, those topics? What, what, what makes you uh, excited for the future with those? Just pick and choose. Well, I mean, all three of us are states where there's some level of legal cannabis, right? And so I think um, all physical therapists, all health professionals need to understand um, or, you know, find materials to understand better um, how our patients are using cannabis. Certainly knowing the laws and understanding um, that patients are self-medicating, whether it's medicinal or recreational, it behooves us all to get as much information that we need to. So super excited that that's a yeah. talk here. Yeah. Going to get into some of that with uh, a little deeper with the programming. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. And telehealth, you know, when you think about telehealth, especially with Arizona having a large area of rural uh, areas, you know, that's open for the possibility of expanding telehealth. Yeah, access to care, making sure those individuals. And I think that presents an opportunity for a change in how we practice. We talk about productivity right. requirements and being in the four walls of a clinic and being driven to do more, I think telehealth and the licensure compact gives our profession unique opportunities to be innovative in how we deliver care. Because you know, you think, well, how can you do physical therapy by virtual means? A lot that we do is teaching. Well, all three and movement. All three of your contestants said hands or head, and all three of you said head. Right? So what you can do in terms of leveraging telehealth, and, and Alan Lee's gonna do a great presentation on here, is a lot. And when you hear that, so yeah, the manual muscle testing of the glute med might be difficult via telehealth, um, but we'll figure out a different way to, to do it. We'll, we will we'll figure that one out, but I think it presents more opportunities than barriers. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I like that. What other issues are important to you guys in terms of, uh, in terms of promoting uh, the profession? I know California's got a pretty cool initiative that's blossoming. Yeah, we, uh, we have really taken the you know, education of the public about the value of physical therapy seriously. And, and our branding campaign improved the way you move. We, we wanted to link it to the vision. So if our vision is to improve the human experience by maximizing our movements. I, I think they had, the, the public needs to know this. And, and I, I think they have to start to view us as the movement experts. And, and really, this is what really separates the physical therapist from any other healthcare discipline, is our expertise in movements. And uh, you know, we use interventions, exercise, modalities, whatever, that are used by multiple professions. So we don't own exercise, we don't own manual therapy, but we, it's the context in which we use it. And, yeah. and it really, movement is that context. And I, I think that is a unifying theme across the profession. Uh, it links all of us in different areas of practice, but the public is not aware of this. And the public does not view us this way. And, and I think if we're really gonna make an impact 
in healthcare, movement is really the key. And, and I'm, I'm a big fan of the movement system where the APTA is going on that. And I, we wanted to link our branding messaging to that message and, and really connect us internally and externally as well. So we're in the sixth year of this and um, I, I think it's gone great, you know, and, and I'm, hopefully it will continue. Our, our, we want to link and partner with APTA on this. You know, we, we uh, have not yet signed up for the- Co-branding. The co-branding. <laughs> we, we really want to co-brand with APTA on this. And uh, we would like to see this a more national level. Choose PT is great. Yeah. But we have to tell the public why to choose PT. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why should I choose PT? And, and that's what's missing yeah. in the Choose PT campaign, in my opinion, is that why should I choose PT over chiropractic or, or some other discipline? So yeah. if we can marry the two together, I think we would have it. I just wanted to add in that, you know, talking about the general topics, so Manny Young and Andrew Marcos are doing a session today on movement. I think that'll capitalize on this. So I'd suggest maybe that that, that, that would be one session that yeah. I think is a must-see. Yeah. You, mi you missed my punch. I was setting you up. Oh, you got something that's, that's, that's blossoming in California. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. I was tossing you. What's blossoming in California that's, to do what you were just talking about? That's, that's the uh, Rose Parade. There you go. Oh. Yes. So, I missed uh, it too. Yeah, so I'm sorry about that. Yeah, um, but that's a great, that's a great so, living, that's a great tangible example of trying yeah, to Yeah, I mean, we, so we made a decision uh, two years ago to move forward with the Rose Parade floats. And, and I think this is an opportunity to celebrate our centennial, APTA centennial, and, and really to send a clear message worldwide. This is, this is probably the biggest PR move we could make short of a Super Bowl ad. Right. And uh, our California chapter has committed a large sum of money to make this happen. How and many flowers on a Rose Bowl a ballpark it? Uh, hundreds of thousands. Tens of thousands wow. at least. Yep. All right, so I that's bet. coming in what, what year, which, which period? Uh, that's going to be January 1st, 2021. All right. Uh, we, we have been formally accepted by the Rose Bowl, the Rose Parade Committee. All right. So, uh, which is not easy. We, uh, it is official. Um, now we have to start raising the rest of the money. And, so we'll be uh, passing a hat around right now. How much does it cost and how much has been raised? It's going to cost about $300,000 total. Um, the California chapter has, uh, has contributed uh, half of that. So we, we have set aside $50,000 for the next three years. Uh, we have close to $100,000 in donations already from different chapters, individuals, schools, and we're working on the last $60,000, $70,000. So uh, we're, we're close. All right. And uh, it's going to be a... And we're, we will, we will uh, kick off our centennial, January right. 1st, New Year's morning. And I think that's going to set the motion going for a great year as we celebrate 100 years of physical therapy. Yeah, so let's talk about that. APTA, 100 years. That's got to feel good. You're in a profession that's been around that long. That's got to feel real. And we're going to celebrate that by throwing a lot of events, doing a lot of different interactions. Let's talk about that. So I actually get to serve on one of the APTA's committee, and I'm on the Centennial Steering Committee. I will not be dressed as Elvis at any point during that celebration. <laughs> and you're welcome. But right now you can check out centennial.apta.org, and that'll be the location, the microsite, where you can find information that's added. So uh, different things will happen. 
in terms of the pillars, engagement. Yeah. Looking Who is that guy? Who is that guy? <laughs> Right there. there he is. It's always good when they're in the audience. So when you see things like this, as physical therapists, as educators, as leaders in your profession, obviously, Chris, you're planning on launching the Rose Bowl literally January 1, 2021, when the centennial kicks off. Um, how's, this, how's this make you feel? What are you looking forward to? I mean, it makes me feel proud, I mean, truly, and to be part of it for a quarter of that time, right? You know, pretty cool. I'm, it's, you know, we're a profession that has a history. We certainly don't want to forget that, and we're creating, you know, our new history as yeah. we look forward. So it's super exciting. Yeah, a lot of looking, a lot of looking back so far in this committee to mm -hmm. plan on what do we want to be doing in the next 10, 50, 100 years? Where, where are these students going to be taking us forward and how? Yeah. So this is a great opportunity to engage with the public, but it's also a great opportunity to, to ring the bell and say, hey, let's come together as a profession yeah. because hashtag better together, huh? Right? I mean, yep. that, that really well, is what we're about. It gives us a huge opportunity to share with the public what we've done in our first 100 years as a profession. When you looked at that first slide and those women and their courage and how bold they were and what they did to create the foundation for this profession, what we want to do is leverage the strengths of the past. And we're very fortunate, those of us who were able to interact with the pioneers of our profession. I think of Charles Magistro and Helen Hislop and, and the courage and how resolute they were at establishing not only the profession in our clinical practice and our business practice, but the scientific rigor of, of our academy. And, and there are so many strengths of, of, of the women who founded this profession and the people who have participated on it, in it over time that we want to leverage those strengths as the platform for a very bright next 100 years. So this gives us a great opportunity to rally but it also gives us a great opportunity to share with the public our heart. So there will be plenty of opportunity to celebrate with parties that whole year and to celebrate the kickoff with a Rose Bowl float <laughs> and, and for everybody to engage in service projects. That's one of my most exciting parts of this is that there will be today's PT Day of Service, yeah, by the way. Yeah, we're going to bring that Speaking up. Speaking of service. So. So there are subcommittees in a yeah. committee. This is the first time I've ever been on a committee. I can't even spell committee. But this is, this is my committee. I get to work on service. Yeah. And we've got lots of different projects, lots of different populations um, to come together because I think one of our weaknesses is we are so broad. We are so, so how do you say, why choose PT? You've got to say a lot of different reasons because one, those different reasons are going to resonate with different audiences. Yeah. So yeah, you see a great picture of a Go Baby Go event, some, some PT students from my alma mater right there, Marymount University, really changing a, a child's life, but not just changing that child's life. You're going to change that child's parents' lives and their, their, their close family, extended family. You're going to change a lot of different things. That's how you show value right there. So this service initiative, I'm very excited for it, but we can't just do pediatrics, right? We got to do a lot of different things. So things like PT Day of Service. Who here is going to be participating later on today? In PT Day of Service around the world. That's got to feel really great that you knowing around the world your colleagues are doing something in and outside of the profession, looking towards, you know, launching clinics in underserved areas. How many different ways we can serve? The list is long. Part, and part we're going to try. Part of who we are as physical therapists and physical therapist assistants includes a huge 
amount of professional humility. We're not ones to go out and tell everybody how great we are. So the service piece gives us an opportunity to share with the public our heart, because that's where we are rooted, that's where we're grounded. And at this, this Go Baby Go, this is inside baseball, but the Mattel Corporation has touched base with APTA about something even bigger. Really? And we're hoping to leverage these opportunities to share with the public what, what PT does. Yeah. And so the more we serve, the more the public recognizes our heart. Yeah, and we know this, right? But the fact that we're going to rally around this in celebration of one centennial, but that'll give some momentum lining it up with the branding campaign. Now no one's calling us CSMers when we walk around a, a large <laughs> venue. Um, that does a lot to move the boat forward yeah. all in the same direction. I like, I like to hear that. A lot of different components with it, celebrating, serving, as we mentioned, our history. And you can learn a lot from that. You, you were mentioning some names, Sharon. You were mentioning you know, the Mary McMillans and the Florence Kendalls long time ago in those black and white pictures, but even recently the Charles Magistros. And I bet you there's some students who are saying, I don't know who that is. And this is great because this is going to be an opportunity for us to share who that is mm -hmm. and do it in a great way, which is storytelling. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to hear, hear those different things. When, the, when you hear a national campaign coming like the Centennial, where do your heads start to go and how to incorporate it to the individuals in your state? You know, what do you look for first? What gets, excites you guys? I, I mean, it's, it's um, taking the lead from the APTA, especially, so Nevada is a, a small chapter, small population state, and so we have few people who do a lot of work to sure. do some heavy lifting in terms of um, bringing our message to our members and certainly getting more members and it, we, we do I think lean sometimes on the APTA maybe heavier than some of the, the larger states so we, we do we rely on some of that common messaging to yeah. be able to put forward um, even on our, our just simple communication ways with our listserv and that sort of thing so we probably are a little more grassroots in terms of like how we involve our members but that's that's what you do when yeah. you're a small state like and, and this will help that grassroots effort Absolutely. right because now it's a national like you know it's, it's a national unified thing to rally yep. around yep. you know similar similar with yourself yes uh, I think one of the things is we have next coming to Arizona and you know coming up in, yeah. in June so we're very excited about that and lead that same sort of, yep, nice, Valerie, of going on and, and moving that forward in, into the new year. So we'll rock right into the centennial. Yeah. So yeah. we're very excited about having yeah. next step. So the, the look, the messaging, something we get to rally around, um, a lot of those things are intangible. Now we have an actual tangible thing being built mm -hmm. around a lot of ideas that are coming to fruition. Where, this is not what it looks like right now. This is not. This but we're going to get there. This is the architectural rendering, and it's actually the actual plans. We're building a new headquarters on 3030 Potomac Avenue. So when you get to the seventh floor of this, you still have a, a river view. Um, the top is uh, a, an area for events and board meetings. The, the ground floor is member-facing, so any member can use this or this building, this is the APTA members' investment. We looked at renovating our, our existing properties, the three buildings that we own on, uh, in, in Alexandria. We had a member group uh, advising us about the investment that we were going to make there, and the opportunity to relocate came up as a part of that investigation. And we're going to end up with double the asset that we had and, and half of the debt. And it just, some people would think that we were 
real estate geniuses, but and some people say it's dumb luck to to have have gotten to where we are with this thing. But we've already paid off the land. We, without increasing member dues, we have a very strong financial position. Thankfully, for because of the the wisdom of the leadership of the past who invested in those three buildings and the equity that we had. So we, we started talking about selling our current properties and then the city of Alexandria changed, rezoned it to mixed use property. So the sale value of our existing properties went way up. And then once we located where our future property is, a small little company called Amazon decided to become our neighbor. So <laughs> Amazon, it, you say? Amazon. That's how you get one of these in 24 hours or less, in case you guys are wondering. So that, it, we, two, two floors here will be rental, so we can generate non-dues revenue. And the, the price, when Amazon came to town, for that rental property just went up. It so might be prime. It might be none prime. of this yeah. will be on the backs <laughs> of, our, of our members. This is uh, all, it, by the time we open at, in the first part of 2021, 70% of this building will be paid for. Wow. So we're thrilled. Maybe we just want to focus on real estate. We're pretty good at that. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> Reality show, huh? No, if we pray. mix these ideas together. House flipping, also HEP. We could do some home modifications at the same time. I'm just spitballing here, guys. It's much better than insurance reimbursement. That's what yeah. 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 So things coming down the line, a lot of new, a lot of, uh, a lot of different stuff. This is The Parting Shot. The Parting Shot is brought to you by Rock Tape. Rock Tape is more than just a tape company. They're a movement company, bringing you not only the world's finest kinesiology tape, but movement courses to help you get your patients moving stronger, longer. Make sure to check out your medical provider pricing right now at rocktape.com slash medical. That's rocktape.com slash medical to get your hands on rock tape, rock blades, rock pods, and rock floss. Again, rocktape.com slash medical. That is rocktape.com slash medical. So we got a few seconds left, and I wanted to wrap with something going forward. So something you're looking forward to in terms of exciting in the future, it's gonna be different for all of you, but something, uh, you know, on, on my show, I call it your parting shot, but you get to give, give the last, your soapbox moment or your words of wisdom is, as these people in our profession go out and learn this weekend and go out to help people, uh, what would you want these people to, uh, to hear from you? What's your motivating words? Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. I know. <laughs> I would say that th this is a great opportunity. Three states coming together. Yes. This is a unique situation. I'm hoping that this becomes a future model for PT meetings that, that we join together. This is a great opportunity to learn what's going on in other parts of the country, other states. Um, we can share information. Uh, this is a great opportunity to network and meet new people. Uh, we tend to be somewhat confined to our geographic area, yeah. and hopefully a meeting like this will open many doors. We're, we're stronger together as, as a group, as opposed to individual components, and uh, I'm looking forward to the interactions, the great programming, and. And, and really getting to know my neighbors um, a little bit better. So Perfect. All right, great. John, what do you got? Your parting shot? 
engagement. So when we think of the slide for engagement, I think this is, like you said, Chris, a perfect opportunity to get us all on the same page, engaged together, and perhaps you know this continues. This I am convinced that all things happen on a cocktail napkin. And that was that's well, how John, this came John and I. This came about at a leadership meeting at APTA. We were sitting yeah. across the table from each other and. And had the idea, you know what, we should do something together. And yeah. uh, you know what, two years ago, and sure enough, here we are. So there's a lot right. of opportunity. We just have to reach out to each other sure. and uh, make it happen. Yeah, exactly. the best conversations do happen at happy hour. Uh, what do you want to leave the, the audience with? They go yeah. to charge out of this room and You know, we, we've talked about a lot of challenges our profession is facing. And, and truly, I feel like we need to reframe that. We've got to flip it around because Every challenging time, some amazing things come from it. And so when we're talking about innovation, we're talking about how, what might physical therapy look like in these next 100 years, there's some cool things. People are talking about this conference, but I think the ideas haven't even come to us yet. And so we focus a lot on, it's, it's easy to focus a lot on these challenges and boy, this is just gonna ruin the profession. I think we just need to flip that around a bit. Yeah. More cocktails so that it. we get more cocktail napkins. <laughs> and and I, I think this is a great opportunity for our students. This is a, a great, you know, the future of this profession is resting on your shoulders. And we really need the next generation to step up to the plates and, and start address, helping us address the issues that we talked about today. Yeah. Um, because it's you that we depend on. and. Uh, if we lose you in this profession, we're not going to last very long. So yeah. we, we need to work together with the students to figure this so out. So no pressure. No pressure. And <laughs> to, just to piggyback on that, you know, we have a lot of individuals of, of, you know, that raise their hands on different levels. So perhaps you know, uh, introducing yourself to the students, introducing to us people that you do not know and in, in, in extending a hand. Yeah. All right, Sharon. <laughs> Throughout our profession, and I appreciate that, Tricia, that, that we have always risen to the challenge. When wartime is where our roots are, the polio epidemic, we, we rose to that public challenge, societal crises, this opioid epidemic, we're rising to the challenge, changes in healthcare delivery, our profession meets society where the needs are. Mm -hmm. And, and when I look out into this audience, you are a PTA. Everything that you do within your communities and in your practice and in your academic programs on a daily basis represents who we are and what our strengths are to the public. So I couldn't be more enthusiastic. I, I attribute APTA to something like a Maserati, okay. the people who, who left us this incredible vehicle. We can either wrap our hands around the wheel and drive our car. The APTA is the vehicle that allows you to drive this profession into the future. You can either sit in the passenger seat and let somebody else drive, Sometimes I'm afraid some of our colleagues are in the trunk because they don't even know where we're going. But APTA gives you the opportunity to get behind the wheel and drive this profession, this fine vehicle that we've been left by those who paved the way before us right. to continue to drive it into, into a wonderful, bright future. Love so thank you for your membership. Thank you for being here and being engaged in your profession. The meeting is going to be great. I can't wait to hear the TED Talks today. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. I'm here all day today. I have an early flight tomorrow. So I look forward to interacting with you in the exhibit hall and all day. All right. So.
Guys, let's hear for these, uh, these leaders. The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com. If you're looking for education past your physical therapy degree, look no further than Brooks IHL. That's Brooks Rehabilitation Institute of Higher Learning. You can find out more at brooksihl.org. Continuing education along with residencies and fellowships. Residencies in orthopedics, geriatrics, women's health, neurologic PT, pediatrics, sports, and a fellowship opportunity as well. So look into it if you're looking to expand and your knowledge base, brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet, ptpinecast.com. Created by Build PT. Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting, providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at buildpt.com.